the S-Bar podcast. Welcome to the third of five episodes of the S-Bar podcast. These podcasts are designed to be listened to after attending the S-Bar simulation course, although please feel free to listen even if you've not attended the session. Should you want more information about the course, then you can always email us at sbar.simulation at nhs.net. These podcasts form part of the SETS course, which stands for SBAR Education Through Technology and Simulation and are designed and funded as part of a technology-enhanced learning grant from Health Education, Kent, Surrey and Sussex and is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. So over these third and fourth episodes, we will talk through the third simulation scenario and look at some more potential options for SBAR communication within the care home setting. As ever, we'd love to hear your examples of where you found using SBAR helpful and please do drop us a line at sbar.simulation at nhs.net with your stories. By now, you should know that SBAR stands for Situation, Background, Assessment and Recommendation. So this introduction in SBAR format would be... Situation. I am Dr Natalie Broomhead. And I am Dr Ian Wilkinson. And this is the third podcast in the SETS course. Background. This episode builds on episodes one and two and we'll look at the third scenario in the simulation course. Assessment. In the simulation sessions, this scenario provokes plenty of debate and discussion. Recommendation. Listen to the scenario and think about how you would manage this patient in a similar situation if it occurred in your workplace. Think about the importance of advanced care planning for your residents as you do so. Mrs Gregor is a 72-year-old client who's been living in the care home for 18 months. She moved in following a mild stroke and has had difficulty moving around since then. She's usually quite well but has had a few chest infections over the winter. After one of these, the GP came to visit and filled out an advanced care plan and also a DNA CPR form, which stands for Do Not Attempt Cardiopulmonary Resuscitation, with Mrs Gregor. At this point, I think it's really useful just to explain these two terms. An advanced care plan is a statement of wishes for future care. A bit like a care plan that can anticipate what may happen in the future. Indeed, some people call them anticipatory care plans. They really draw on the ideas of advanced care planning suggested in the NHS end-of-life care strategy. It is possible, though, to complete an advanced or anticipatory care plan to cover things other than the end of your life. For example, where you would like to be cared for, under what conditions you would like to be taken to hospital, etc. In your care home, you may well complete advanced care plans with residents and their family. Ideally, this should be at a time when they're able to have a fully informed discussion about their wishes and wants. A DNA CPR form, or do not attempt cardiopulmonary resuscitation form, on the other hand, is completed by a doctor looking after the resident and is a form that states if and when the person's heart stops and they are to die, no further treatment in the form of resuscitation will take place. So, back to Mrs Gregor. So in Mrs Gregor's form, she's been very clear that she does not want to go to hospital, even in the event of her having an illness that needs hospitalisation to make her better. She has no family or close friends to consult, and she regards the staff in the home as her family. On the day in question, whilst eating lunch, Mrs Gregor is noticed by one of the other residents to have a limp left arm, and so they called the staff to review her, and they feel she's having a stroke. So this gives a good example of the importance of adding in important details into the background section of SBAR and then in turn this influences the recommendation section. You will now hear two examples of communication using SBAR for this patient, both to the GP and both asking for urgent advice. Think about the difference in the likely outcome. Situation. I'm Ian and I'm a member of staff from Mrs Gregor's care home. Mrs Gregor is not so well today and I need urgent advice. Background. Mrs Gregor moved to live with us around 18 months ago after a small stroke. Assessment. Today she's got a weak left arm and she's not talking well. 
One of the residents spotted it a few minutes ago. I think she's having a stroke, but she does not want to go to hospital. Recommendation. Please could you come and assess her urgently? Or alternatively, situation. I am Natalie and I'm a member of staff from Mrs Gregor's care home and Mrs Gregor is not so well today and I need urgent advice. Background. Mrs Gregor moved to live with us around 18 months ago after a small stroke. This winter she had some chest infections and her GP completed a DNA CPR form and also an advanced care plan which says she does not want to go to hospital if she were to become unwell. Assessment. She has a weak left arm and is not talking well. I think she's having a stroke, but she does not want to go to hospital. She kept shaking her head when I talked about her needing to go to hospital. Recommendation. Please could you come and give us advice on how best to manage her here in the care home, as she would like in her advanced care plan. In the second example, the GP has a much clearer picture of the patient and their wishes and will be able to give much more patient-focused and patient-centred advice as a result. If Mrs Gregor did have relatives or friends, then SBAR could be used to structure a conversation with them to let them know what is happening. It could also be used as a means of handing over to the next shift of staff. Situation. In room six, we have Mrs Gregor. We need to let you know what has happened to her today. Background. She had a small stroke before, and today the GP feels she's had another one. She had an advanced care plan saying she did not want to go to hospital, and so the GP has given us some advice as to look after her here. Assessment. She is comfortable at the moment, and we have called her friends to let them know. They will visit tomorrow. Recommendation. There is a plan from the GP in the notes and he will come and see her again tomorrow. He said to offer her thickened fluids for now. An advanced care plan is a statement of wishes for future care and is not legally binding. So the GP or a paramedic may feel that the patient should be looked after in hospital and there would be nothing wrong with this. An advanced decision to refuse treatment, sometimes called a living will, is a legally binding document where there is clear documentation of what the person would not want. This is legally binding and should be followed in all circumstances. It will usually be completed with the assistance of a lawyer. Using SBAR in this situation helps the person you are calling by giving them the key bits of information in a structured manner, allowing them to make the correct decision. Sometimes there is confusion about the DNA CPR form. This is completed by the doctor and is usually a red-edged form. Patients and or relatives should be consulted or informed when one has been completed and in a care home setting the signing of this form should be held off until this has happened. CPR is the process of cardiac massage and breathing for a person that takes place once someone's heart has stopped or they've stopped breathing. Do not attempt CPR means just that. Do not do CPR. It has no bearing on any other treatment being offered for the patient or resident so a resident with a DNA CPR form in place can still go to hospital and can still have antibiotics and intravenous fluids and so on. So in this situation, Mrs Gregor, who's had a stroke, and we've focused on her advanced care plan. With a patient who has an advanced care plan, SBAR can be used at handover to make sure that all staff know of its existence. To prepare a call to the GP after someone becomes unwell, to call the client's family and or relatives to give them an update, or at handover to highlight the events of the day. The SETS course is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. It is funded by a technology-enhanced learning grant from Health Education Kent, Surrey and Sussex, a hearing aid podcast's Big Things Media production.